Welcome to Race Chasers, your favorite podcast with us in it, also the original Drag Race Fantasy League podcast. I'm your host, Charles, and joined in the studio, as usual, with Robert, Daniel, and Rebecca. What studio? A studio you say? Yeah, that's right. We're at Dish for Dog Face Studios. We got Marcus here. We got Val here. It's a good time. We're about to have some drinks because it's what? Week! What's in your glass? And we may have had some recording issues, so if this sounds like a funny jump right into hearing about our cocktails, well, that's the kind of podcast we run, okay, friend? Um, love ya. Here we go. Wait, wait, I thought we were starting with what was in Robert's glass. How did we even get here? This is awful. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Do I have to drink that? My no. My she's gone. First teammate to leave the show was Cornbread the Snack Shit Day, and I first thought I looked up corn cocktails. So my first thought was to look up corn cocktails, and I thought that was interesting because I'd never like heard of that. Thought of that, you know, like corn milk, corn. What is corn corn milk? What is corn milk? No, okay. Here's the the thing. So I looked up corn cocktails, thinking that's not something that exists, and it apparently is. And you can make all kinds of emulsifications with corn. And that was going to be entirely... And corn milk is one of them? It's corn milk is one of them. And it was entirely too much work for this cocktail off. So I went... Next slide, I said, okay, well, if I can't do anything with corn, what would I put on corn? <laughs> butter. Okay, I looked up buttered cocktails. <laughs> the one that showed up most frequently was hot buttered rum, which is beautiful. It's dark. It's hot. It's a little bit spicy. Just like cornbread the snack chate. I would put butter on corn. <laughs> so, um, cheers! Cheers! What are the serving right, so vessels? Drinking? We are drinking. Hot is there butter in it? There's yes. vegan butter in it. That's okay. There so, you what else is in it? Mm-hmm. There is vegan butter. There is honey. Oh, the other point. Why this? Is okay, hot. great. Why this is cornbread? <laughs> the snack jeté. Wow, this is taking a long time. <laughs> is because it will give you diabetica. <laughs> <laughs> Sugar, honey, uh, mm. uh, butter, mm. and then cinnamon and Ooh. cloves and it's like a warm vegan milkshake. If I bake this, will it turn into a brownie? <laughs> I mean, I just want to add oatmeal and wait till tomorrow morning. Like, that's, yeah, yeah, yeah. that's yum yum. Some rum oatmeal. Robert wins. Delicious, actually. Mm. We'll but. see. Richard D. Bassey may be the tie-breaking voter. <laughs> <laughs> Mm. Cheers to the second mm. cocktail off of season 14 of RuPaul's Drag Race. German strategy. I'm going to drink my hot buttered rum and then I'm going to drink my regular beer because these are a lot to do at the same mm-hmm. time. Mm-hmm. I do the hot buttered rum while it's warm. Yeah, it's so almost like these yeah. two different artists. No, that's generous. These two different queens are in different leagues. Robert also decided to serve the hot buttered rum in ceramic mugs that were handmade by my mother because. Because presentation matters. Well, I was going to say because, Someone corn, that to because cornbread cares. Mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. You know, because cornbread cares. Mm-hmm. That's what cornbread would do. Cornbread would say, 
Here, here's this mug. It was made by someone here. You can have to it. me. And I'm giving it to you as someone here to me to drink from. But I want it back. Yeah. <laughs> How many mugs do you think I have? I got a lot more friends than mugs. That's what Lumber would say. Yay, second cocktail off. I'm excited Whoa. to see the results of this. Can you get your pictures, Rebecca, for Oh, I'll I'll take a picture of these two right here. Perfect. Thank you, Daniel. And while I'm getting ready to do that, I'm a terrible multitasker, but yeah. while I'm getting ready to do that, maybe we should think about a 30-second recap with Rebecca? Yeah, a thing that could take 30 seconds. Maybe you could have the show we call Drag Race. I do have one. All right. <laughs> yeah, now we do a 30-second yeah. recap with Rebecca. On your marks. Get set. Go. After last week, the queens cleaned the mirror without even reading Orion's lipstick. <laughs> is the Amazon Prime is an unconventional materials runway challenge. Rue and Carson visit the workroom and do some mentoring. Diabetti asks Carson and Rue for some direct feedback about what <laughs> judges want to see, and they say, you look like Crystal, and that is not what Daya wants to hear. Daya kind of spirals. It's clear she's getting a villain arc. I love it. I'm here for it. Taraji P. Henson is the guest judge. Top three are Camden, Angie, and Georges. Surprise, surprise. Mm. Bottoms are Jasmine, Maddie, and Daya. Jasmine and Maddie get into it in Untucked. We don't normally cover Untucked, but that is very important to mm. know here. And then Georges wins. Jasmine and Maddie lip sync. And I don't even need to tell you who wins. You know who wins. <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> Goodbye, Maddie. And so that is what happened on the show. And I'm going to do a mentalist and tell you what happens on this podcast. We've yet to fully record. This is the Maddie Morphosis episode. This is everything we have to say about Maddie Morphosis, and hopefully she'll not come up again in any Race Chasers episode ever again. It's, it's a lot. A okay, lot. so this, so I am not a Maddie Morphosis fan. I think this, I think the, I think she clearly wasn't ready for this show. No. no. Clearly wasn't production. ready for this show. Production. It's not on not really. production. It was deliberate. And also, it's saying, okay. There's that, like, always going to have to be someone who's not that great, right? Mm -hmm. Like that happens every yeah, season. Yeah, and they chose to. And they, I mean, and okay, yeah, and I'm not saying there's a. And I'm and I don't think, right? Like I think they they I know I don't think that there was probably a huge. If they decided they wanted to do a straight queen, right? If they decided in advance they wanted to have a straight queen on the show, wouldn't that be a good storyline? I doubt there was a huge pull to pull to pull yeah. from one but which is not a defense which is not a defense at all right, it's right. not a defense at all what two i very much doubt that she got cast on this show without them knowing is, we, is there any chance maddie got cast without them knowing she was straight How, oh no 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 because no. because so straight right like RuPaul asked her in this <laughs> like episode. just like in mannerisms in like like clearly it was episode one that Ru asked that in the workroom in front of all the other queens yeah yeah one? yeah so well and we talk yeah we talk about that we talked about that as be okay so I have a I definitely have a lot I have a, I have I have a lot to say about this because I think a lot of people I have always been someone who people have assumed is gay or queer. Before that was before I ever identified as queer in any way, mm -hmm. people would always, you know, always assumed that I was gay because of 
my mannerisms and the things that I was into, et cetera, et cetera. And there was, and there have definitely been times where like, I don't know, there was always a joke ever since like high school about me coming out as straight, right? That was always a joke. It was something that had to be revealed about me, right? Mm -hmm. Which is like, which is not an experience that something that is something that a lot of straight people felt they could relate to, mm -hmm. right? But, but is also, I think, distinctly different than being like gay and it not being safe to come out, right? Like, mm -hmm. so, and so, and I think that the, sh and I think that, or, or anything else, right? Like, or anything else, just the idea that someone is making an assumption about you as being gay that you then have to correct is like homophobia, right? The assumption to make it like the assumption that I've gone off the rails right now. I should get back on the rails, right? <laughs> <laughs> the point you said about like, yes, it felt like very gaggy of the producers to say, let's cast a straight queen. And I have thought to myself, like, this is the one they got. But yes, that's not a big pool. Like you said, like that is fair. Maddie just was so... Like, her charisma wasn't there. Her drag talent wasn't there. And then when RuPaul, like, things like when RuPaul in the workroom said, is your pussy on fire? And then it cuts to her confessional, and she's just so flustered. Well, that's what I'm saying is I think like, that was on purpose. I think it's like, I bet there are, I, what I'm not saying is, oh, that's supposed to get fine fair. There's not a big pool. That's not what all what I'm saying. What I'm saying is they probably could have found, if they decided they're going to cast us, I, I think they could have found someone who, was ready for this show and is straight. And if they couldn't, they shouldn't have done it. I've got a hot vaginal take over here. <laughs> hot, vaginal. hot vaginal take. It relates to when Robert brought up that Rue asked Maddie, is your pussy on fire? And Maddie was uncomfortable in that conversation mm -hmm. between Rue and Carson and Maddie. And Rue was doing something that I think every drag queen of that has ever done a brunch knows which is that as you approach the straight male in the audience that mm -hmm. someone has brought to this event you know you're making them uncomfortable that's part mm. of your gig you know okay right yeah. and who is talking specifically about rue says this area right here, Maddie, this area, and is gesturing towards the pelvis, towards the genital region. And there are so many drag jokes and puns and questions and relationships to the lower body genitals of humans. Can I have a question. Is, that is part of drag. Is your pussy on fire is a question that I think should be now, you should have a canned answer yeah. to that is as simple as, how's your head? Mm -hmm. You need yeah. to fucking know that. And the fact that this question made Maddie uncomfortable made me think artistically mm. when I put on this other hat of like artist brain, that is if Maddie has not considered what is the relationship of Maddie's drag character's relationship to their genitalia in this region of the character that they're presenting in a drag performance? That is a very specific and clear oversight that is against and anti-drag. 
Mm. I agree. Uh, very bold, Rebecca. <laughs> Whoa. Whoa. That was very bold. <laughs> <laughs> I think that but I think part of what that's missing though is I agree and I think the part that it's missing is that they are I think the thing that was most interesting about that is the idea that they're like really trying to is the idea of like being uncomfortable right and how much there they are I'm sorry when you say they are you talking about Maddie yeah, who's they? When did I say they? Just, Just now. The because they are okay. uncomfortable. Who are you talking Who? about? Who? I think Maddie was uncomfortable in the conversation. Maddie was extremely uncomfortable. And it also, I mean, it goes back to last week during the quote unquote like mini challenge of humping the pit crew of like her visible discomfort at participating in drag race, something that her career is in line with and she has volunteered and actually worked incredibly hard to get there. I won't say she hasn't worked hard. I think she didn't have enough potential to begin with. But, like, for better or worse, like, she's there and she proved herself at every turn unqualified to be there beyond her gameplay. Agree. Fuck. Sorry. No, I actually was fat. You know what? Today, especially this week's episode, made me think about Maddie two things. That are sort of the opposite of what I've observed from some gay queens we've seen. And that is one, I don't, I did not get from Maddie the kind of misogynistic take on femaleness that we have seen from some of the gay contestants in the past. Agree. Mm -hmm. Like it was a very non misogynist take on drag, I thought. But just because you don't have that point of view doesn't mean you do have another point of view. Oh, yes. <laughs> but here's number two, and I actually mean this, and, I, I, and, before I get in a, and before I get jumped on, let me just say, let me finish the whole thought before you, you freak out about this. The second point about Maddie in this competition is it was homophobic. And I don't mean that as in gay hating. I mean that as in like gay afraid and homophobic in the sense of there were that multiple. Maddie was homophobic. Yes. yes. There were multiple times where Maddie was actually like kind of timid or sh shocked or scared about something that queer people are fluent in, mm -hmm. in those interactions where you're just with other queer people. And I, and I don't even think it was homophobic and in the I, kind of way of like then trying to harm something. It was not that. It's and the just way like that an, like in familiarity. And I feel like it really intersected with like white fragility in a way that we really saw in the Untucked, in which she like insists on giving Jasmine a hug after oh, they have a moment of conflict. I really hated that. Mm -hmm. <laughs> yeah, because it's so much about like. I'm, so I th so I think the la the larger point that like I feel like that I want to make that I probably won't get to because <laughs> I'm just lost today is that I think the point the show was making and casting Maddie is that Maddie doesn't belong there and that mm. what that will be extrapolated to is the way in which like straight people don't belong straight people don't belong there and I and and I don't and I think that. And I think that there is not, and I I think that there is value in there being queer spaces that are like, 
yeah, no, not everyone's allowed into this, allowed into that. But I think that there's a huge loss, and I think a much better and more interesting and like more future thinking message which is just like we all really get to play with gender i like yeah no you know i, what I agree mean? With we that. all I get to play with, with anybody can be good yes. at gender play yes. and gender performance and it's not a and it's not about your sexuality because i do think that's and part of like that's that's why i found maddie so disappointing mm-hmm. is because i i can't believe that there aren't so many interesting people who don't identify as gay men, right? Who at least don't identify as gay men who are doing incredible drag. I thought the woman, the, 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 Woman on uh, Victoria Scone K was a good example of someone who was actually like had a perspective, had Mm -hmm. a little bit more. Just yeah, and so it feels like so. Why are you bringing in this person who's like clearly not ready? What clearly not ready? Clearly, you know, like. I mean, what you're doing is you're bringing them in for us to see them be uncomfortable. And it also and how would we feel if we were they were doing that to to someone who was like trans? Like, how what if we were bringing someone? And I understand that the major difference is the power differential. But like, if you're bringing someone into a cast of people, and your major point is to make them uncomfortable and show how they don't. And make the point that they don't belong or fit because there's no, I mean, and maybe, maybe I'm just like giving too much credit because to me, there's no other reason to bring Maddie Morphosis on the show. No, she's not. There is. It's the audience. It's not about Maddie at all. You think it brings more audience in. It's just just interesting to an audience too. So, okay. Because like Maddie was, because I think Robert said this and I just want to make sure I want to like quick, like. I don't know what you call it, like room check, mood check, like if we're all in the same place in this, that at every turn, Maddie has been inferior. I, I yes. That Maddie has okay, shown, yes. has right. shown in every challenge to be not prepared to be on this show. You know, clear. I would say clearly a practicing drag queen. I wouldn't say like someone off the street who just came in to drag you. Clearly a practicing drag queen. Mm-hmm. I've seen a lot of other practicing drag queens at the level that she is that are that bad <laughs> so, you know but like but also right like but also i think at every i just want to like confirm like at every point not ready for this show not ready or good enough for this show i want to pose a hypothesis that i do not believe in which is that um oh what is her fucking name um, the one from Georgia, she was terrible. She wore the black pussycat wig with the white out face from a- Nina Bonita Brown. No, she was construction paper. Um, boo. Oh, oh Aiden Zane. Aiden Zane. So oh, God. <laughs> that Aiden Zane was as not ready for drag race. As Maddie Morphosis. Is it fucking possible that in some way Maddie got cast specifically to be the not prepared one for drag race and they didn't know Maddie was no, straight? No, I, I actually think that we're just discounting how many people are not ready for this show. When they come on this show, everybody, it's just yeah. different, but not just like Orion's story, not ready for this show. No, no. A practicing drag queen. Yes. Mm-hmm. Someone who probably does some like 
half sold out cheap beer night Ipsy shows yeah. in Michigan. Wait, are we referencing empty bars as half sold out? Is that the standard? Is that what we're calling it? It was, it was half sold out. <laughs> I, that's, that's so good. So I'm that's just really trying good. to be nice. I, to, so I want to actually, there, was, there were, this reminds me and I want to at least Chi-chi. say it out loud so we can keep talking I mean, about it. Cha-cha. <laughs> Serena, Serena Cha-cha. Cha-cha. Okay, Not ready for this show. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but, but the caster, you know, in the last two episodes, there has been a comment made about tears of drag achievement. And they have said things like, oh, uh, she is back doing gigs for tips in bars. And they derided drag brunch, saying someone's drag was giving drag brunch as a derogatory phrasing of a way to do drag. And I'm interested in, as Drag Race becomes more global and becomes more, these queens become more and more rich, like, how are they looking at the queens we would see any old day? That's all. I want to say that before I forgot about it. That's Mm. a very important question, Robert. That is a very important question. Whoa. Okay, my mind is just blown (laughs) by you (laughs) that, like, Drag Race has in that last episode like, so by being anti brag brunch, you think that was a or bad? Using it as a derogatory. They're they're mm-hmm. using it as a value judgment. They're mm-hmm. like, I'm on Drag Race. You do drag brunch. Mm. Yeah, but and that's you know also what? Maddie right. was on Drag Race. But that's also right. Like we make those same differentiations. Like when we saw a drag, did, did drag Race recently, mm-hmm. and but it didn't. We were like, she was giving me drag brunch. We used that about someone we saw in a show that. recently. I, Actually, that's true. I admit yes, to that. I we have did, Robert. used drag brunch as a derogatory. Yes, we did. Okay, but is it derogatory or is it a different venue that calls for a different thing? No, it's it's a judgment on people that have to resort to that. I mean, I don't think anyone can host Drag Brunch. Honestly, I don't think Maddie should host Drag Brunch. She can have a spot performing at Drag Brunch. She can't host Drag Brunch. If everyone else calls in sick with the COVID, she's showing up. (laughs) I'm refunding tickets. I'm refunding tickets. Headliner Maddie Morphosis. No. But but, Get well soon. Okay, so. I, I will say. Maddie wasn't ready for drag. Can we take that as a memorandum on straights and drag? No. No. I no. disagree with yeah. yeah, no. Yeah. I want to make this a more broad conversation, which is that if Drag Race, the television program, is going to expand on who in their personal identities qualifies as a contestant on this show, I'm a little mad that a cis white straight man is how they expanded the cast. Instead, we've gotten trans women. Mm-hmm. We haven't gotten a cis woman on American the U.S. franchise. Yeah. And we've had franchise. trans men. Exactly. Mm-hmm. No, I agree. I agree. I, oh, that's yeah, what I'm saying. Me. I agree 100%. Is like this was a like, I feel like this was, okay, so we RuPaul was like very publicly anti-trans, mm-hmm. right? very publicly anti having trans people on her show, big 180, turned around, right? And so I wonder, part of me, the conspiracy theory part of me wonders, is this a lack, oh, you want it to be inclusive? Fine, fine. Mm -hmm. This is what happens more, you know, like if it's like, 
what's the most inclusive we can be? Let's have this straight white guy on the show and show how bad it is and how and show how inclusion is bad. The only other contestant uh, who has identified as straight was on UK. Scaredy cat. This week, Scaredy Cat. Straight. Bosco this week on Bosco's Instagram since the show. What? Said, I am a trans woman. And I am straight. straight too. Uh-huh. Uh huh. Mm-hmm. Yes. So I did not know that. The only contestant whose narrative arc on Drag Race involved being a straight person was Scaredy Cat on UK season one. Who had done was, drag for one year. And, this is a and never example of a drag performer. Oh, well, yes. and what and, and they have something in common too, which is also like their girlfriends being very involved, which was both part of their stories. Yeah. Too. And still, and still I know nothing about Maddie's girlfriend. Exactly. Yeah. Or Scaredy Cats. Because she's just, a beard. Well, and that's not true. I know a little bit more about <laughs> actually we knew a little bit more about Scaredy Cat's girlfriend than we did about I know her name. Yeah, and we saw a picture of her. Scaredy mm. Dog. Uh, (laughs) (laughs) what's on your card um, let's do our cards i i want to no we're not done with the maddie conversation i want i you know this whole episode is an hour of us talking about how maddie wasn't ready for this show (laughs) i uh this episode made me feel like the most um interested in like the idea of Maddie, not Maddie. I don't think Maddie was talented the enough. The idea yeah. of a straight yes. cis white man yeah. performing and like, on the show. We got in the workroom that well, Maddie, Maddie was... We got in the workroom that Maddie was, like doesn't know his mom and hasn't, didn't have that in his life, um, was raised by his dad and his grandma, who... Uh, and it sounds like they were both pretty supportive of the drag actually grandma Grandma doesn't know oh but dad was dad was cool with it yeah right yeah Mm -hmm. dad said be safe love you yeah uh it just felt like um maybe that's when i started framing it in that like oh like his drag isn't actually misogynist and i'm recognizing that for the first time uh this episode Mm. uh Okay, yeah. I'll give you his drag isn't misogynist and raise you. His drag has no viewpoint on gender or sexuality right. that in any mm-hmm. way adds to the conversation. Okay, mm-hmm. but like, but how many straight guys can you say that about? What do you mean? Straight guys that have to the no con- perspective on gender. Most of them, right? Yeah. Probably a lot of them. Not all of them, but a lot of them. And I again I, I think like agree Maddie has no place on RuPaul's drag race. I don't think that there's an idea of Maddie Morphosis that is different than Maddie Morphosis. The idea of Maddie Morphosis on this show was Maddie Morphosis does not belong on drag race. There wasn't a different idea there. Yeah. Right? The idea the idea that I think that like heterosexual men who live in Arkansas can like have a like a non-misogynist perspective on gender is actually a lot more radical than I think we in this little bubble think that it is. I appreciate that point. I also want to suggest that it's not good enough. 
That's, I think we've already mm. all agreed on that. So yeah. why do we need to keep yeah. saying it? You know what right. I mean? Like, yes, agreed. We've got a podcast. We gotta say something. Into okay. The mic. <laughs> no, exactly. But we could be. We actually could be continuing this conversation as opposed to just continuing. Like, agree. What we started that. Agree. Maddie's not good enough. But what else can we say? Right? What else can we say about like how how is Maddie not being good enough for this show? How is that like actually really failing as an opportunity to give permission to like more people who are not who might consider themselves straight to per, literally just permission permission to not be misogynistic which some people seem to fucking still and need gender. and explore yeah. gender and think that it and uh, and also like you know what it's actually really important to understand that gender and sexuality are not the same thing yeah. and that's really important not just like that's an important thing for straight people to understand and um because straight people are part of people who vote but also straight people are really part of the history of drag too <laughs> like well, it's yeah. like a huge like drag was not just something that was born out of the like houses you know it was like it's got centuries of drag a lot of it very problematic. Yeah, and a but, lot of that very much based in misogyny, which yeah, makes yeah, me exactly. even more radical to have a straight, yeah, no, totally. straight queen whose who's exactly drag is not going. based in misogyny. So yeah, like, yeah, so what, it, yeah, so I agree, like, didn't belong, but like, gosh, what, no, no, like, no, no, what belonged. doors could be open? I opened. actually thought belonged, just like, also needed to go home when she went home, you know, mm -hmm. like. I think needed to go home much sooner. Didn't need a place on the show this season. Yeah. Well, like, honestly, I, like, I wouldn't have been mad no, if Daya went home could... instead of Maddie today, but that's just because Daya was getting on my fucking Daya, nerves. This, this, <laughs> Daya's better. This, this uh, villain arc for Daya was She's a... juicy, this episode. Like, she it did came it to in herself. strong, and I think that, I mean, we've seen it before. This is kind of like the Thorgy Thor of it all, of like, I mean, that's different because you're competing on the same season as someone you hold yourself against, but like... And is also friends with already and has a history. Like, Daya doesn't know any of these queens and is still being awful. Yeah. And like, this this constant competition and trying to break out of someone's shadow and stand on your own, but then prove to be incapable of doing it on a reality show just made her angry. Is it my turn to start the cards? I did pretty well this week, but uh, because as I have done every week for the last four weeks, I put Maddie lipsticking and going home, and that happened, and I'm pretty happy about that. Um, actually did have the worst outfit on the runway by a long shot. Ugh. Like, it wasn't close. Yes, it, horrible. Like, yeah. It was so, it showed... I like actually don't. I, Robert's actually upset. <laughs> I don't have the words to actually describe how terrible it was because, like, on a concept level, it was bad. It perfectly encapsulated how much she really did not belong yes. there. Yeah. Really, like, they cast her for drag you, and she turned the wrong direction. <laughs> <laughs> That's on lot C, sweetie. It was it, very like. Lil Pound Cake was the idea, but there was none of a last. There was talent. no idea. It fully no, like no, it's Lil like what Pound Carson Cake said. Is not the idea. Yeah. That is not what Maddie presented yeah, in the no. Carson Rue convo. But at the makeup all. wasn't that different. And, <laughs> and, and what Maddie said is, "I'm working with these aprons, and I'm going for a patchwork country." And I know that, that any woman <laughs> listens to this podcast. 
probably also knows that like a few months ago, Target was red for filth <laughs> on these country bumpkin fucking prairie dresses that they put out. And what Maddie presented was not fucking country. What Maddie presented was Raggedy Ann. <laughs> I have a homeschool sewing task that <laughs> I need to achieve. <laughs> So I'm going to cut shit that my mom says I'm allowed to cut. And sew these squares that aren't even shaped like They weren't even squares. squares Did she? Just shapes. <laughs> and put a hula hoop underneath this skirt. And then I'm going to put a yellow fucking piece of yarn ball. And I am. I think it is offended. so great that Maddie did that. And I wish that it had stayed at her local show. Yeah. I think it's, I just want to be clear that like, I think it's great. I mean, maybe, maybe we don't need to do that, but like, it, it I was wish someone at her local show told her that's not good enough. Go home, come back next week. Throw I agree. Tomato. That too. Yeah, like <laughs> instead that, of an international, instead of an international audience and nothing, yeah. nothing said, I actually don't know how to create a garment. Like the random triangle of fabric on the skirt saying, Oops, this is a patch. I got to this point this and I didn't have it line up correctly. So here's a triangle of a different color. Rebecca, who are you so angry? Okay. Who am I angry at? I am angry at. <laughs> I'm angry at Maddie. Hmm. I'm actually not angry at the producers. Maddie gave them the opportunity to put this on the show. But Maddie fucking had the audacity to apply for this show. And here's Miss Vangie, and all she did was put a few too many flowers around her waist. But she's got her patterns to come into this show. And if Maddie, I would be shocked if Maddie's even read a fucking pattern. If she even knows what a pattern is or how to cut it out. And when her reference is country and she comes from Arkansas and she can't go deeper or more specifically on what country is, because we have had a number of queens and we are so far from the queen that was just Rue's country cousin on the roast. You need to be more specific. I need to know if you are Appalachia. I need to know if you are South. I want to know your fucking perspective when you tell me your country. Are you New Money North Dakota? I want to. So you said the first thing that. Okay, so you are mad at Maddie for applying. There is that. Statistically, yeah. like statistically, yeah. there's there's like a lot of research that shows that. Straight white men will apply mm -hmm. for a job Agreed. when they have yeah. one of five qualifications, but like and women won't cast. do it yeah. if it's if they have four out of five because they know they don't have the last one. And the ones and and if there are straight queens out there who like are better for the show, they're probably not applying because they probably don't have the audacity because they're probably not fitting into that mm. into the ways in which Maddie does really fit into a lot of. This, the, I think, stereotype of the mediocre white What's man. What's interesting is it was not, and like, I'm sorry, I know I'm delaying and I have like the other half of my car to get through, but the, cards. um, <laughs> I just want to yell about Maddie. The thing about Maddie that upset me the most when I was watching the show were moments I didn't expect to be like, uh, triggered by. 
like when she was asked if her pussy was on fire. Yeah, the homophobia. Like, yeah. Yeah. And in agreed. that moment, she's like, um, and the balloon oh, popping. I'm uncomfortable. I'm getting there. And yeah. It's like, oh she, no. Like, <laughs> you don't, you don't, you don't the belong. Moments that had, the moments that had nothing to do about like lack of skill. Right. That were still about. I, I really agree that Maddie did not belong there and not just because she wasn't good enough. Right, because like we just established, like there are plenty of people who haven't been good enough but still belong there. Like you got to fill out a cast. You're not going to find, you know, 15 Sashas every year or 15 Shays every year. It's like impossible. Um, and it's not, it wouldn't be interesting maybe. Um, but like they're still all fluent in a different kind of she way. She was not fluent in any way. She was like not, her makeup yeah. her makeup was amateur at best. Better than me, I'll give her that. Like better than I could accomplish, but amateur but, at best. No. Thank you. And it's not like we haven't had queens on the show before who aren't used to or comfortable being around other queens. We've had queens before who've like only ever been in their room. And you know, so it's like Aiden Zane. Zane. Who had exactly. incredible makeup. Who had incredible yeah. makeup and one wig. Okay, honestly, <laughs> honestly, what Maddie is doing is Maddie is making me appreciate Aiden Zane and her place on this show in a way I never have before. Thank you for bringing Still that. Down. Thank you for speaking no. that name I into the room. People that were bad before are less bad than you. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so I also had lip syncing against Maddie Jasmine because I knew going into this that it was a making challenge and the last time we had a making challenge Jasmine really 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 wanted to win and then cried when she was safe so I just really wanted her to be in the bottom oh, and it paid off for you that's 20 and points um, and actually I noticed that the last few weeks in a row I've done this but I put Carrie as the winner the last three weeks in a row, I put Carrie as the mm. winner, actually. Um, and I, I forgot about it until I just looked at my card. But I really think Carrie's the next. It's Carrie time. and Camden are being starved for the next win. I just think it's mm. going to be one or the other. Mm-hmm. Like, they're mar- they're very much creating that narrative. Um, and they're definitely starving Daya, and they're going to keep doing it. Oh, yeah. she's but they're not starving her. Goes home. They're not starving her for a win, though. Oh. <laughs> no, 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 no. We, gotta, we, we have her. to have the Daya conversation at some point because I think I like Daya the least of all of the people that have been on the show this now season. Now that Maddie's gone. Okay, Daniel, who <laughs> do you have as your bonus? Bonus question oh, yes. this week was predict the top four. It was a mentalist bonus question. Angie Willow Carrie Bosco. Oh my, my God, I'm so identical. shocked by this top four. <laughs> identical. So let me do the rest of my card because I have the exact same bonus nice. as you. Nice. Um, so oh, I, I think we all have that. Georges won the episode. I get those ten points. Oh yeah, she's mm. on your team. Um, so I also had the winner as Carrie because ripe for a win. Yes. Like right there, yeah. ready to win anytime, and. Because it was a runway challenge, mm-hmm. I'm like, it's all about taste and beauty mm. and not just the garment you make, but how you style it. Yep. So she didn't win. Bottom two, I had Maddie. Nice. Duh. Um, and I had Diabetic. Oh, that would have been so great. Dia <laughs> was not in the bottom. As we all know, she also wasn't in the top, as she knows. 
then sent home, I had Max. Okay, nice, nice. Yeah. All right. Get those 15 points. Right? I also had the same top four because look at this cast. Mm-hmm. Doesn't mean I'm not still interested in seeing a lot of these other queens. Maybe a lot is generous, but a couple of these other I queens. I think we would have had more. I also had the same top four. We're not my card, but I think we would have had more variety in our top four if Cornbread was still here. Okay. Yep. Yes. Yep. Yes, yes, yes. So um, I had as the winner Jasmine for the reason wow. that Rebecca put Jasmine in the bottom. Uh, or you had. I did. You yeah. put, ja- yeah, yeah, Daniel put Jasmine in the bottom for the schadenfreude of it all. I thought, okay, Jasmine actually helped other queens in the last design challenge. So, like, we've seen her be good at things even if she didn't win. And we know she didn't win because she was very vocal about it. So I thought this might actually work out for her. So no no luck. I had in the bottom two, Georges and Lady Camden. I'm uninterested in Lady Camden, and she's Mm. on my team. And I thought, she's going down. I really would like extra points for okay, her going okay. down. Um, and she had a good I, week, though. How do you feel about her after this week? I'm still not interested. I'm still really not interested. And I like, I I think she's lovely. I said to Daniel, I don't really think that her, her uh, taste is this, is season 14. I think the taste is a lot earlier. I actually and... really hated her runway. I can't believe they loved it so much. Yeah. <laughs> oh, I really liked Lady Camden. Lady Camden. Oh. I really liked it. I also the didn't like it. Blue and light pink angel. She had the halo. It looked like something you buy at like the spirit Halloween store. I just can't yes, ever. Did, it was a making challenge, Daniel. But it, Angie didn't look didn't like look she like got spirit that from Halloween. Spirit. Yeah, Angie it looks very looks much like, a craft project like too. They Burning all Man, do. like everything Lady Camden does. But I think what mm. it was about Lady Camden's, I think that's exactly right that I do see Burning Man in that. And I don't think the look was a bad concept. No. I don't think right, but Burning there's... Man's not a bad <laughs> but there's where's the perspective but where's the perspective but, and also but also it it feels unrefined in a way that like I mean in a lot of Bos- ways Burning Man's a bad concept but in a way that like Bosco's was refined you know like yes correct like there are ways refined are get we bored? out. Get out. <laughs> never, With your never. contrarian. Never. But the thing We that know what we, the C stands for. The contrary. three of us got to talk about this, actually. Bosco looked great. But Bosco never transcended the material she was working yep. with. Yep. Those pants looked like tarp. Mm-hmm. They, okay, but Bosco also, as tarp, Bosco you know? said... I think Bosco was safe. Also, yeah, the, safe. I agree, yeah, 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 agree, agree. Sure. But also, Bosco, wasn't Bosco the only one who didn't work with any fabric? And Bob, Is and, th- and Bosco. No. Well, that's what I, I would not consider. No. I, and because uh, as far as I'm saying, Possibly. it still looked like tarp as opposed to, well, it still looks like cotton. You know, what I mean? we're not saying that. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, Possibly. but what I will say is that, and that was a, a arbitrary, unnecessary restriction, which Bosco put on herself. And that was a mistake. Mm. And I agree all the stuff still looks like stuff and, and she like should be safe. I feel like she's But been to why art would school. you do that? Because uh-huh. you've been to art school. Exactly. Like, oh, I understand limitations. I'm going to apply my own. <laughs> I, I get more points. It's more interesting when I sit in my thesis defense and I talk about my work. That I- 
And I think if she had done that and then be like, okay, and now can I actually use everything I have to the best? Then I think she could have been in the top Mm -hmm. because taste level, hers was in the top. Oh, yeah, yeah, for sure. It just like, yeah, it looks like shit. Not shit, but like it looked like the shit that it was. Yeah, yeah it just looked yeah. like random shit. Yeah, yeah, but I thought it looked great. I loved it, but like, yeah, yeah. All right, what was your card, Charles? Oh yeah, what was my card? Loser, 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 loser. <laughs> I took, I randomly took uh, Maddie out this week of my card entirely because what? did I like because That's... like we talked about it last week and I listened. Can we? Oh wait, wait a second. Did you finish your card? Yeah, I did. You said who went home? Georges. Oh, okay. Yeah. Wow. And I but and Georges I. Won. I know. And I also I took Maddie out because I was like, you know what? Sticking around. She she made it through the last making one. Well, she made it into the bottom. Honestly, I in my hindsight, I under I see what I did wrong. I yeah. See I see it there. It's right there. <laughs> but I yeah, have consistently had Lady Camden in my bracket of people who are in the bottom and going home. Yeah. And this week was no exception. I had her going home mm-hmm. because again, I'm just like I mean, I get her. She get she's like good but like i really agree is like there there's there's nothing her 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 taste level is so dated specific still works still works but like not interesting to me and like just like and she's not she's not proving interesting in the no, workroom. No, like, she's good enough in the workroom. She's good enough as like a straight foil. Like she like has good enough banter. She's totally a great filler queen. Yeah. And I just have been so I've just but like it has never to me like I I will be surprised if she gets a win before she goes home. Mm. I will not because she did well in the Sarah McLaughlin challenge. Mm. And even though the taste is not necessarily what I'm into in terms of the costuming and the runways. No, it's always good. It's it's good. It's executed. And I would say mm-hmm. similar things about other queens that are excellent and pinnacles. Like, I'm not trying to compare Lady Camden to Ben de la Creme. But Bendela Krem has never walked the runway in anything that I'm like. But okay, that's fucking cutting edge. You're a fucking artist, fashion queen. Uh, no, yeah, but yeah. but in stuff that is like I would have never thought of that. Yes. Yeah, and I think. And that- I haven't seen anything like that from Lady Camden. Of like, I would have never thought of that. Nothing like that. And what I will say is like, I agree that she had a win in her. I think the question is at this point in the show. Right. Is she going to we are past the point in the show where everyone's going to be mediocre and and her her being able to be always good. You know, like, I guess the question is, do we think there's an episode coming up in which every other queen is worse than finished, thought out and executed well? Because yes. that's what it's going to take. Yes, I fucking and do. And do we think that and Lady... Think- and then the other second question is, do we think Lady Camden makes it to that point first? Yes. And I will. All, I want to point to something that the producers decided to show us, which is Lady Camden get a very specific note about her lip. Mm-hmm. Good, and she fixed it. Good banter with Rue yeah. about the mm-hmm. note. And then the actual correction... And the result of not necessarily the correction, but the result of the garment paired with the correction of Lady Camden then being in the top. Yeah. This is two weeks in a row that she's been in the top. 
even from the outside, because this is a fantasy league. This is we're not the judges of the show. We're trying to read the judges of the show. Yeah, they they like the her. Trajectory they like of the her. Queens. They fucking yeah, they do like they her. like her. They like her a lot. Yeah. And when I look at the three top looks of um Angie, Georges, and Lady Cam, feeling pretty good about my team. <laughs> you know, I've got one queen right left. I have one queen left. Okay. Lady yeah, Cam got Georges and Angie. When That's I look good. At, when I look at that top three and I look at the looks, Lady Camden's look, not better than the other two, did it have more literal time and work into it? Yes. Yes. And mm. it was still edited and executed mm-hmm. well, which is the notes that every bottom queen got mm-hmm. is you needed to take a step back. And that is, like, a classic, like, reality TV show lane of, like, I'm going to be consistent and good. I'm going to be consistent and good. Not spectacular. Slowly rising. Slowly rising rising or other people are falling away or there's room for other people to make mistakes. Yeah. So is is she slowly rising? I don't know that she's slowly rising. I think she's staying consistent. I don't think she's gotten better. Consistent in the top? Yeah, she's sevens across the board. I don't think she's gotten better. She's gotten better since three weeks ago when she wasn't in the top. I don't think so. You okay. think it's just weeded out more of the bottom? So I just like, think things have changed. I don't fewer. think she got. I think. I think we've seen her apply a note. I think we've seen her apply a note. I don't think we've seen her got get better. I don't. Mm. I've not seen. uh, We haven't seen anything new from her. We just still. She's still good. These Mm. two last challenges though were completely separate challenges. She did. And she was very much just her. She did Sarah McLaughlin Mm -hmm. and was in the top for the acting. She wasn't in the top for the teacup dress. She was in the top for Mm. the acting in that challenge. Totally wasn't the teacup dress. (laughs) I'm not talking about how she's doing. I'm talking about. How she's been. She like, hasn't been better. Like Charles, as a viewer of drag and and critiquer of drag, does not think that Lady wow, that, Camden yeah. has gotten better. And I agree with that, actually. I think Lady Camden has been pretty damn good and consistent. The, whole time. the most, I think the and best thing about her is her consistency. And it, but I think you're right in that the judges are just now starting to notice. That or she's reward. been consistent okay. and reward. Okay, I will give you that she's been consistent, and I will raise you she's been this good the whole time. Mm-hmm. It's the same thing, right? No, 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 yeah, it's yeah. the same thing. Agree, yeah. she's been this she's good been this and good no better the whole, the whole time. Yes. Um, and I don't expect her to suddenly be better either. Yeah. I. So maybe this is really cruel of me. Did you finish your card? Did Charles finish his card? Oh, did you? Fi- oh, did I finish my card? Before I make nope. my next point, I'll I'll wait till you finish your card. I got card. to going home late in Cabinet, which is where I started. Mm-hmm. We had I had the same top four. I had Deja and Daya in the bottom because mm-hmm. that's coming. Yeah, you think next Deja, episode Deja probably. Daya? Not necessarily the, Deja's together. Deja's coming. Deja's days are. Deja numbers. and Daya will both be in the bottom. Yeah, and I'm at the you point. Think Deja's going down into the bottom. Oh yeah, she was you... in the bottom this week. Yeah. Okay. And I had Willow as the winner. Mm. I actually really liked Willow's runway. <laughs> she was the yeah. nightmare doll yeah. child. Like, it was very, like, Freddy Krueger to me with, like, the... It, yeah, I thought it was just really good. Okay, I feel like across the board that anyone that made any sort of, like, out-of-the-box 
weird choice was automatically safe. Like, hi, I'm a nightmare. Hi, I'm a doll. Hi, I'm Carrie Colby wearing plastic and robe. Oh, like, oh, is trying to. <laughs> like, they were just fucking safe. And Bosco, who was mm-hmm. like, you should have knocked this out of the park and you didn't. You're all safe. Go away. Go away. Rat tails are fashion. I, I need more. Yo. I need more rat tail. More rat tail. Need more Someone rat at work tail. looked at me like I was crazy when I said, clowns are really trending up right now. <laughs> because, like, but I can't believe that story ended like that. <laughs> I don't want to, like, shit on your work, but I'm really not surprised people didn't understand that comment. I don't think understand people. I mean, I just really wish there was somebody at my work who understood the importance of clowns in fashion and culture right now. Uh, Though, speaking of clowns in fashion and culture, can we talk about Daya for a second? Because I have decided I don't like him. I really just don't like him. He Raise is. You have decided, you like or, or you have said yet again. <laughs> no hands are up. This, yeah, I don't yeah. like diabetes. It was either. what I. Okay, so we've oh, talked. We've talked before. Man, we've we've talked before about the maturity of this cast in, in emotional maturity of several members of this cast. And this episode, Carrie Colby reminded me of that when Daya is having her full meltdown. Mm-hmm. She is lashing out. And it cuts to Carrie in the confessional, and Carrie says, look, I know that her anger is coming from desperation. So she's unbothered. Like, Carrie's like, just let it wash off me. I don't give a fuck. Like, and just hearing her put in perspective, I mean, obviously, it's Carrie very is clear. Carrie the uh, most grounded person But it was on so grounded. And like, Bosco's pretty good, too. I, Bosco's and, pretty and, good, and too. And in Untucked, like, we saw, we watched Untucked this week, y'all, obviously. Like, we had felt like to. we had to. Had to. Um, but, like, homework. Bosco, <laughs> I feel like, did a good job in Untucked of, like, wrapping up diabetes mm-hmm. like conversation and thought stream about how she felt about the outcome and then diabetti was like yeah and then slowly and then worked right back, right back, back and slowly worked right back into it in a way that was just so and i mean under, obviously again like they've clearly been starving her blah blah blah, blah but like in a way that was like yeah that's why i don't like you is like so you're not was, listening was... to like we're done with this part We've we we got the tape. Yeah, we got it. We're good. Let's move on. Yeah. Oh, I was just gonna say, um, the the moment that made me think of Carrie as the most grounded, and Bosco is right there with her, was when she was talking about her dad disowning mm. her mm-hmm. and having to move out of the house at fifteen. And just say it with this sort of zen and acceptance, but also maturity that made me like, wow, mm-hmm. how did you end up being so even keeled in life? Yes, still it's what? so amazing yeah. to me. And like the next saddest story that Jasmine then follows that with is being like, oh, yeah, my dad was totally cool with me being gay. He just didn't like that I was doing drag. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It's like. Okay. Well, Carrie, like, probably is lucky to be alive, frankly. Mm -hmm. You know? I do think that, like, once again, we were shown the importance of having these making challenges, Mm. which is like, no, what we're really seeing is this is our best chance to see 
to see your taste, honestly. Like, we can, we'll know if something is poorly constructed, but, like, they have things they can glue stuff to. Sorry, is that not a natural jump from where we just no, were? That's no, that's right, fine, because, because I'm like, thinking about what Carrie was wearing on that runway, and it was stunning. I ha did not I like what it. Carrie wore. It, but, but the whole look for me was so tight, from the hair to the outfit. I liked it more glitter. after I saw it in Untucked, but it was bad for the runway, okay. I think. But anyways, the point, but I think the, the point being, because we, I also watched um, whatever, International All-Stars this week, I don't know, uh, Colonialism, whatever it's called, <laughs> um, which was also a making challenge. And like, despite the fact that we hear Queens complete, like we understand that this is, that you don't have to be able to make an outfit to be a drag queen. Mm -hmm. Sure. But yeah. as a competition, our job is to figure out a bunch of stuff about you, and one of them is to figure out your taste. And if everything you brought could potentially have been made by someone else, how are we supposed to do that? Mm -hmm. mm. Well, not even just that, but like to even I mean, take not, it one step further is that like- Like in a pinch, your taste if, in a pinch. Your Sorry. taste in a pinch. If everything you brought is made by someone else, fucking fine. If everything you brought is picked by right. someone else and established as good, no. I need you to be able- Then you're Kimora Hall. Right, which could happen. Yeah. Right, exactly. But also, no, I actually don't want to knock Kimora Hall for fucking knowing fashion. And no, but yeah. the, the thing is that yeah. but she good. could have hired someone to pick all that stuff for her, right? That's the point, is that like we need to know about your decision-making and taste. I need to know about your decision-making and your and taste. And in a pinch, like the construction on a garment can be terrible, but I right. need to be able to yeah. see that you made choices here. That I can are... still see your choices. I can see your lack of skill, but I can still see your choices, and that's and what I'm I looking need to for. Know that those choices align with what this show values. And this is why I think Deja is going to be. Or in that the you even thought soon. about your choices. Who was it? Yeah. This is why I think Deja is going to be in the bottom soon. She is the was supposedly the most skilled technically in this particular challenge in terms of skill set. Who was it that said that? Uh, Michelle Visage. No, 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 one of the Betty Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. About Deja, yep, yep, yep. Like, I expected if I more. Had her basically, skills, I would have used this challenge to fucking show off my skills. And I have a pretty hot take on Deja that I think I might you be do. the exception in this room. Is that the garment she made was simple and stunning. And the critique she got and the reason she was in the bottom was how she styled it. And the accessories she put on her head and her wrist. And that's true. And that's why you yeah. know, I never thought she they, be bottom. They thought the dress yeah. was gorgeous. Oh, absolutely. And I thought the dress was gorgeous. And that's the part she made. And I will also cop to the fact that she is responsible for the entire look head to toe. And that's why she was in the bottom. But she's not in the bottom going home. She's in the bottom to get a note, period. Hmm. Yes, but like you were just saying, this is also about taste. And she decided to put that on her head and she decided to have that thing in her hand, those doilies. Mm -hmm. And for someone with such technical skill that can make that garment should have also known and has and said in the last making challenge like I'm a stylist like I do this I like I think she's at risk of getting oh. complacent and I mm. think this is I think this was that check Speaking okay. of I think, I good. think if you put her in good. the bottom next week you're wrong Speaking of stylists and once again going back to untucked 
when we had the blow up between Jasmine and Maddie, where Maddie talks about not blow up between them, where, where Maddie talks about, I'm just going to go and do what I do and do my drag, blah, you blah, did. blah, blah. Um, and I already sent someone else home. I just want, like, we were all, I just, again, just like, just like room check, like, we were all in consensus that June Jambalaya lost the lip sync and Maddie did not Maddie win. Didn't beat right. her. And someone Correct. needed to Correct. tell her that because Maddie she did not, did not get that message. She did not get that message. Because I, I already know what to do to send someone home. I just need their clothes to fall off by accident and, and for them to, to kick their, their shoes off. off. So, Jasmine, I'm ready. <laughs> do that shit, Jasmine. Okay, yes. When Maddie is in the work, uh, in the untucked, and Maddie is trying to watch such walk, such a fine line of suggesting that Maddie's best is not the same as her beating Jasmine, right? Like it was a very weird it's like, uh, it was so, argument. Uh, I mean, and I was like, no, Maddie, Jasmine is saying. She's gonna beat you, and she's not bothered. And the- Maddie was so bothered by that. <laughs> you know what it is? is I bet one of the things about Maddie is like just the utter lack of layers and levels to the way she speaks. There's no shade. There's no double entendre. She doesn't get shade. No, she doesn't get reading. She doesn't. She get doesn't. Any and of it's that. just like yeah. It's just like and it's it's like really a real definition of the word straight it's part of that lack of fluency and it's like because the line the line i hope you give the second best lip sync of the night is a great line mm-hmm. that she came up with by herself and it was so poorly no, delivered she yes she did a hundred people have said that at least but in that moment, 000. but in that moment, she came up with it and she meant it sincerely. And you could have meant it sincerely and also said it, and it could have been such a better moment than it was. Yeah, though I will Although say they- that Maddie has had my favorite sign off of the season so far, partly due to the chocolate bar thing, which <laughs> kills sign offs. Kills it. Kills sign offs. But did have her funny moment. When she, I'm giving her the honorary she, when she walks off the stage, she's like, I just need you to remember me by two simple words. I don't know what those words are. Any simple words will do. You choose. Yeah, any two <laughs> simple words. Yeah. I honestly, while it's funny, I, very think written. The, I think the tragedy, mm. very written, the tragedy of it is also you have not defined yourself. You continue to yeah. let other people define you. You don't even care what the two simple words are. You think that this is funny. And what's really sad is I couldn't even think of two straight. I could think of one. Right? (laughs) Thank you. Yes, exactly. So can we? Okay, so that's going to be our sign-off. Wait, okay. I feel like like we didn't spend enough time on how bad Daya was this episode. Not because of her execution on the runway, because her little baby doll look was perfectly adequate. Fine. I don't think she was that bad. Those goggles got a full play and untucked with every... Member of the cast, putting them on. They're good. But Daya, it was like this whole episode was like Daya wanting feedback, the feedback being... It okay, was be less crystal. I'm sorry, it was so white. And then, oh, and then yeah, the second, it really was. And the second part was untucked of Daya, I'm safe. And so, like, both of those things was just this, like, I just want to pressure cooker. It started Lay it in on me, baby. the interview with Rue and Carson where Daya insists and is like, I was, yeah, she was like, you know, I, I'm just surprised because I was safe last week. So like, what, what, 
do you want to see from me? And like, then got super. I'm sorry. Her, she cracked, y'all. Her face cracked when they just told her. Yeah. They gave her her feedback, and then she could not handle Which it. Which was? It was that she needed to show Crystal them be more something herself. that wasn't just Crystal. Exactly. Well, it's the and same thing broke. when people it don't know who they are, is when yes. they're told to show who they are, and they think they're doing it already, they freak out. And there's nothing you can do to help someone figure out. Mm-hmm. Well, there's a lot you can do, but there's not someone you can. There's not a lot you can do overnight to help someone figure out who they, who someone who doesn't know who they are, figure out how to show it on a show. Yeah, and like there's some stuff. Yeah, because you, you first have to. You learn know what I mean, it. actually, yeah. I guess that's what. Actually, I guess that's what reality is: is like trying to put people in situations who maybe don't know who they are to show it. But whatever. There's this. Mo- Sorry, go ahead. I don't know. It's a hot take. So. The struggle then that Daya had, which was hilarious as a viewer, is that then every way that then Daya tried to say or argue that she was unique was completely mm-hmm. in relation to Crystal. Right. Yeah. Right? And so then I'm like, the still the baseline and the way that you are defining yourself has to include the definition of this other oh, yeah. Yeah. Which queen Which said it that was like, so you're a distressed crystal. Exactly. Yes. Who because said that? Because I was like, that's some that that's that point. Exactly. Rather, it was Carrie, I think. And and I think it was so Probably. um She's so Daya is like Seriously. ragging on the judges and it's like, I'm not, you know, I'm I'm not crystal. Like Crystal is a clown and is more clown and I'm like a more I'm like grungier than Crystal. I'm like a grungier version of that. And Crystal, and then Carrie was like, oh, so you're a grungier Crystal is what you're telling us. And and then she got really upset in that moment. Well, she also then says like in her confessional, she's like, well, you know, Crystal. She got so flustered that she, was, she stopped talking. She said, Crystal is like bright colors and mm-hmm. I'm a little bit more like darker and like, but I, but I guess like my look right now is a lot of bright colors and like, but, but like that doesn't mean that Daya is not like a good party fun time when it's it's really it's really true it's like it's like whenever someone says you're being like someone they immediately think of like whatever those they're like no one said you're being too colorful that's what that's how she associated yeah Yeah. crystal i was like well i'm not well does she have uh does she have like what did she say? Like, is she the Crystal only person who can use color? Yeah, she's yeah. not a lock on color. Like, well, no one said you oh, couldn't yes. be colorful. Yeah. Like, it's like you're really, you're really. It was such fragility to me. Like, it I just think... like it. We watched a break happen so fast, and then last the whole episode, and we and into the next episode. Well, I think it is the right him... thing, Rebecca. Yeah, but they were sorry. I'm gonna cut you off. They were saying before, which is that it's like. Yes, it's that we don't know who that person is, and they're using crystal method aesthetic as a crutch. I think if, like, we've said that Crystal and Daya are not, like, drag mom, drag daughter. So their, like, house affiliation, aesthetic affiliation, the closest thing I could think of is, like, Gigi Good and Simone, who are both part of the House of Avalon. Neither is a mother or daughter. They're, like, siblings, and they have aesthetic... But someone taught like someone how to do someone's but, makeup there, though, you know? <laughs> but, like, yes. but, like, there, there is, 
there's a way that like House of Avalon and the two of those queens specifically can be defined as like skinny, tall, like extremely cutting edge, fashionable, trendy, where I still wouldn't say like, oh, Simone, like I can, I can. Dis- They're very. I can, I can distill your drag into these adjectives that all are these yeah adjectives that also align with what Gigi does, but I would never say that either of you is doing no. what the other one does. No. And so if you're Not distilling, yeah, so if you're yeah, just, you can see their perspective, yeah, so if you're and we still can't see Daya's perspective. If you're distilling what yeah. Crystal Method does into adjectives that just happen to line up with what Daya also does, I'm still not seeing who the fuck Daya is. And not only that, but I think what Daya is missing is that there was other stuff Crystal was showing us yeah, that die is not showing. Yes, us. it's yeah. not like we're just seeing Crystal again. We're not see- we're seeing even parts. seeing Crystal. We're, we're seeing parts. That's what yeah. I'm, and yeah. maybe that's what she's missing. Is is like, okay, we'll do all of the. If you're gonna do all of this this way, like you can do something else too. Because like Crystal was Rebecca. I'm not even gonna try this week. <laughs> <laughs> I thought you already okay. had it. You said you already had it earlier. Well, yeah, but I really okay. My real original idea had been like, what are the two simple words? One. What are the two simple words that we would use to describe metamorphosis? And then I would have to say like, other than straight and white, because we already decided those were the two. Oh, I thought it was gonna be two words we would use to describe us, not metamorphosis. Oh, I love that. Okay, yeah, that my idea for a sign off is, um, Happy Valentine's Day. Use two simple words to describe someone else at the table. Oh no, I meant me. I got me. Ourselves. Okay, everyone describe Robert in two words. <laughs> <laughs> okay, fine, describe effervescent. <laughs> simple okay. words. I'm going to go first you and I feel like... You did say simple words multiple times, <laughs> The simplest word I know is autobonopia. <laughs> Let me choose a five-syllable word. That borrowed with from multiple French. F's and an S, C, and V in some kind of places. <laughs> but I don't think let us sign off. Give us a new sign off, Rebecca. <laughs> but that's all staying in. You know that, right? Yeah, of course. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> we don't have it anymore. Yes, We're Mr. Effervescent. Really we get it. We get it. <laughs> we'll sign off this episode the way we sign off every episode, which is by saying into the mics. I love you. You mean because it's Valentine's? Yeah. I love you, friends. I love my friends. That's not the challenge. You have to say, I love you. <laughs> Let's try again. Okay, 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 okay. Come on. All right, y'all, y'all. We are going to like close your eyes. Pop balloons against Bryce's ass. This is for people saying, I love to you. like, for the people, all this is for all of our listeners out there who just like need to hear it one at a time. We're humping Bryce. And saying I love you. Love Wait. you. <laughs> <laughs> One single chuggy hump. I love you. <laughs> I love you. <laughs> okay, I'm straight and this makes me really uncomfortable. <laughs> be better than Maddie Morphosis. <laughs> I love you. <laughs> yeah. yeah.